Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua and Janine. It was very aggressive. It was very aggressive in the beginning. Then I decided to calm down. Okay, and I did calm down midway. Yeah, calm down, which is a skill that a lot of people need to possess. Okay, perfect. Because with that calmness, we just wanted to introduce a vlog, sort of video that we've done through our a vlog style podcast recording in a car yes that's what is that's that's what it is comedians and cars getting coffee (laughs) this is janine and joshua on a road trip from joshua Joshua tree Tree national National park Park to to big Big sur via highway one one. (laughs) we are in sync guys we are in sync this is very rare moment so really cherish it yes this, so, this was a Cali trip that we have just been on. We were yeah. on our honeymoon and we're not going to say anything else. Without further ado, we'll cut to it. We are on the road. We are on the road, guys. I'm driving all the way out here in sunny California. Sunny, it's not. It was sunny, and now it's a little bit gloomy. We're literally driving into the storm. Um, into a rain cloud. To a rain cloud, but I'm pretty sure it's, it still looks manageable. Like, nothing to be really freaked out about or upset about, but... Yeah, guys, we are here in the United States of America. America. Yeah. We're on a honeymoon. Yeah, a long overdue honeymoon. I mean, we have traveled in between, but those are more of like impromptu trips. Yeah, we didn't plan those. This is like the most planned trip of all, I would say. And it's our longest trip together. <laughs> I mean, very last minute, but thorough planning. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing great so far. We're doing great. We're making good time. Um, Are we? Okay, not today, but the other days, like we. So, so just to recap, guys, uh, we landed in the U.S. on the twenty eighth of October, and I previously had eighteenth. It's not even the twenty eighth. Oh yeah, sorry, eighteenth, eighteenth, yeah, eighteenth, yeah. yeah We've lost track of time. Yeah. That's what happens when you're on vacation. Like, I don't even know what day it is today. It's yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Uh, we landed on the 18th. <laughs> 18th of October. Um, so the main part of the trip is, is already completed. So back before we actually even got married, um, there were rumors of this. No, I mean, there were not rumors, but... The lineup for this year's when we were young was just announced last year, October. So October 2022. And guys, the lineup was bomb. I have to say like, like the greatest bands that I've been following and listening to for like the longest time, like 20 years maybe. Yeah. Were playing like just a a quick glimpse of it. Like we had Green Day who closed out the whole show. Blink 180. Blink 180. Blink 182. Uh, Those are the three seconds to Mars, according to Janine. Those are the two frontliners. So Blink and Green Day. And then you have. Frontliners? What? They're nurses. What is it called? Headliners. (laughs) Guys, shout out to them during the COVID times. They really stuck out and uh, made sure that we were safe. I I swear my head is not functioning anymore. 
try going uh, going around in time in reverse does that make sense in reverse yes because now it is 9 p.m in dubai and yeah. here it's literally 10 a.m yeah i think you're still struggling with the time zone yeah. and everything i'm i i think i'm like i think you got that out a little bit yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm in trouble like yeah there's some days when i'm like i should be You're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are about to die right there. But <laughs> yeah, no but police. I'm um, I'm in trouble with this whole like shift jet lag thing, shift in time yeah. zone. Uh, so quickly backtracking, our flight getting from Dubai to Las Vegas was almost twenty hours. Yeah, and it was guys. The first leg of it, I would say, like from Dubai to Heathrow, because we had to stop in London. That was fine. Yeah. Because we were on Emirates. Shout out to Emirates. Like the first good Emirates flight I've ever had. Stop. Yeah. You've had good ones as well. Mm. This was well, pretty good. The best one you've had. Best one. Um, the flight was not full. We had an empty chair right next to us, um, which had one of those like... Extended um, leg room. Extended leg room that doesn't have like a chair in front of it. Um, so Josh got to like seat on it for like yeah. 30 minutes until the flight attendant was like, um, if you're gonna sit in there, you have to pay like a hundred dollars. So he moved again. But anyway, the seats were not full. Um, we had good entertainment. Yes. We were able to rest. Food was okay. Flight was not bumpy at all. So it was a smooth flight. It was a little bit delayed though. We left um, the tarmac a little bit late already. And then we also were delayed up in the air uh, upon landing because there was a traffic with... Yeah, flight controls uh, said there was uh, not an available runway for us to land so far. So we had to slow down a little bit. We're going around for like about 20 minutes up in the air before landing. Um, so we landed and it was late. We were supposed to have a two hour layover in Heathrow, but it turned out to be almost like just a little over an hour. No, I think a little less than an hour. Actually. Something like that. We were running. Yeah, we had to run um, and we had to get some coffee because at that point it was already. She needed her coffee. I was. It was already early morning in Dubai at that time. Right. Yeah. No, uh, sorry. Late at night in Dubai, but. We had to be awake for the flight because as soon as we landed in Vegas, it was going to be nighttime. So we had to sleep, had to sink our time. Anyway, uh, we got into Heathrow. We were delayed, so we were already running and we almost missed our flight. We were literally the last two people to get inside the yeah. gate before they literally shut down the gate. <laughs> and, um, I had to go for a quick at that time and then I just saw Josh and he was just like doing a motion of like come gotta hurry up hurry up um so we got in we got into our flight it was a Virgin Atlantic flight it was bad that it was so packed the flight uh, was packed packed with people who were actually also gonna most of them were also there to see when we were young festival yeah have you noticed them because they were like the skinniest jeans ever like which shouldn't be fitting them. 
a lot of the women had colored hair. Colored hair, band t-shirt. So we knew like, okay, this is this is an emo crowd. Yeah, and some of the people were already talking about, you know, the bands that they were excited to see. Yeah. Um there there was this dude next to me, goodness. He was sneezing and coughing the whole time and he wasn't even discreet about it. Like, you know when when you're polite and you cough, like, yeah, like you try to cough, or you do the vampire elbow, thing. or you, you try to like cover your face when you sneeze or cover your nose. But this guy was just full on, like, spreading his virus everywhere and bacteria everywhere. And he it went was... to the the worst part, and the most disgusting part for me was he removed his shoes, which I guess is okay because like your feet and everything swell up. But he removed his shoes and he didn't put it on when he used the toilet. Yeah, so he literally went into the Toilet barefoot, with his socks on. Socks, yeah. And still, yeah. And he and the and another worst part is that he continued drinking as much as he wanted to. Yeah, he was drinking the. And so and he was on the window seat, and then he just kept like annoying us to like, I need to use a toilet, I need to use a toilet. I'm like, calm down, man, calm down on your alcohol, bro. Yeah, I guess that's how it is, right? Yeah. Some people are just, the, I guess that's how they sleep. Yes. Uh, so the whole flight, I was trying my best to just look at Josh so that my back was sort of towards him um, and facing him so that I can try and avoid his virus and bacteria. Um, so far, so good because I'm okay. Before the flight, though, a couple of days before flying, like I wasn't feeling okay. Yeah. I thought I was going to get the flu. So I was really trying my best to sleep enough, drink my vitamins, vitamin C, zinc, all of that. And I was able to get through it. So you're a trooper. I was a trooper all's well. Um, we get into Vegas. It was nighttime. It was about 7 p.m. And the sweetest Airbnb host that we had, her name is Vin- Vinara Vinara, but she wanted us to call her Rose. She asked if we wanted to be picked up from the airport. And so she did. Picked us up from the airport, brought us into the Airbnb, lovely, lovely Airbnb. Very nice. Cozy, nice house. It was in a gated community um, in the west area. And not too far from the strip. Like, it was maybe about 15 minutes 15 drive, minutes, yeah. 12 to 15 minute drive towards the strip without traffic. For those who live in Vegas, they know how the traffic within the strip area. And it was worse yeah. than usual because of uh, the preparation for the f1 F1. there was a lot of construction around so there were some um sites that we couldn't see from the road like the bellagio fountain we had to go around the hotel walk a little bit further away just to see that but um, it was also cool to see the whole f1 thing yeah the whole prep work because like other than having it in a circuit or um a racetrack as actually this race actually happens on the roads and on the strip of vegas yeah so it's somewhat similar to what happens in like uh, Singapore as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and like all the merch stores are just flaunting F1 merchandise. Yeah. But like only uh, like the, the billboard of uh, Red Bull and uh, McLaren. Yeah. And the Ferrari as well. But yeah, you couldn't see like Haas, which is a US team yeah. uh, or yeah. any other teams. Yeah, but Ferrari, Scuderia, Ferrari, a lot of that. Yeah. Um, how was Vegas for you? Did you like Vegas? Vegas is... See, like I, I told this to Janine as well previously, but Vegas was okay for us. Of course, I'm comparing it to Dubai as uh, every Dubaian would. And Janine and I, were not party goers. We don't gamble. We're not like high into the... Drinker. Yeah, into the, the party scene, drinking yeah. scene. So 
it was okay for us. Of course, there's like a lot of luxury stores. It was quite expensive. It was so quite expensive. yeah, I I didn't consider Vegas to be the highlight of my trip, but the festival in itself was oh man, like yeah, there are times I, I almost cried. So yeah, yeah, you did. You were tearing up a little bit. Oh look, cows! I was distracted. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we're still driving along the highway at. It's called I-10 West. Yeah, we're heading west. That's westbound. Yeah. Um, the festival, gosh, that was, I have no words. It was just like nostalgia galore. So so for all the listeners listening, everyone, I'm pretty sure like 90% of our friends and maybe even people listening to the podcast had, did, did go to like an emo phase. Yeah. And when I say emo phase, it's like your MSN messenger status was like uh i miss you and then you know like this is the time when you festered your parents to get you converse or vans yeah. maybe wore really tight jeans or too loose jeans like oversized shirt yeah punk rock those girls like the skater boy ass simple movie. plan i my parents still never got me like, yeah. here by myself my friends are really not my friends no one really understands me that kind of phase yeah uh, that that all I didn't, it didn't hit me until I saw Simple Plan. Really? Because Simple Plan was like I'm just a kid was like my my anthem growing up, like one of my main anthems. Like, oh, I'm just a kid, man. No one gets my life. And then, uh, but everything else, like seeing like Sum Forty One, which uh, one of my all time favorite bands. Uh, we saw New Found Glory, which we saw Good Charlotte, guys. Good Too Charlotte, funny. yeah. Good Charlotte is like. One of the bands that I was just like crushing over, um, and it was so so cool to see them live. I, I posted a story saying, um, which song was it? It was uh, "Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous." Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I remember seeing the video on MTV. That's an iconic music video. And I'm like, uh, drooling over the twins, and I'm like, I'm you know, I, I felt like a rock star. I felt like wow. I'm so cool listening to all of yeah. you know these rock bands, and I felt like not a lot of people would listen to Good Charlotte, but actually a lot of people would listen to Good Charlotte. I just yeah. felt like, oh, I'm such a cool girl, you yeah. know, I'm such a punk rock girl. Um, and it yeah, punk about, rock princess, you know, like a fishnet, black exactly. mini skirt, that hair and raw kind of stuff. But more. but unfortunately, they were not in their prime anymore, like. Like you could see it, and he also came out saying, "Oh, we haven't performed together as a band in five years," yeah. and that translated on stage. But still, like nevertheless, just seeing them all together, playing songs that you grew up with on your like i iPod Nano or something. Yeah, I was telling Josh that during the concert, I'm like, they look, they played well for someone for a band who hasn't played together in together five in years. Five years. Yeah. So that was great, but because they were within a lineup of really great bands and bands that were truly in sync like offspring um yellow card was really what yellow card all time low like yeah. the music and then of course blink 182 green day the music was just perfection like travis barker on the drums and then you could hear like the lead guitar you could hear everything in in harmony yeah. good charlotte like they did well, but there were some. They did well, and, and I was just like, 
what's happening. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. time low though. Oh, Dear Maria, the intro, he made a mistake. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I could insert it here. He, he made a mistake during the intro, and then he looked back at his band bandmates, and he was like, whatever. And then he did well on the second. Okay, but All Time Low had the best surprise of the of the day. Yes. Because they brought out the punk rock princess herself, they brought, Avril Lavigne. They brought out Avril Lavigne and Josh. Uh, Josh and I, like, when they brought out Avril Lavigne, we were just looking at each other. We were just like, is that Avril? And then everyone started screaming. No, I couldn't see first, but I heard the voice. And I'm like, this is Avril Lavigne's voice. I don't know which singer they brought on stage. Yeah. But the voice is like, this is for sure Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Then they put her on the screen. Yeah. Because she sang a part of their song. Um, I can't remember which song she sang it. And then they did the whole like first verse and uh, bridge and chorus of Skater Boy and Guys. Like, so that good. brought me back to like me sitting in my bedroom, having these earphones which like no like some kaka band which had a mic on it for some reason as well josh has the biggest crush on avril yeah so to him it was just like wow yeah that was so good it was the it was the phase of me wearing neckties with t-shirts yeah because she brought out the whole like uh tank top with the uh with a with a necktie yeah but i think good charlotte started that actually or or even some 41 because even derek used to wear but man guys like Seriously, it's... There were a lot of, like, surprise, um, like, coming out. How do I say it? Bring in. Like, yeah. for example, Yellow Card, they brought out uh, Hey Monday's Cassidy Pope. If you guys remember Hey Monday. Goldfinger brought out Tony Hawk. Yes, but we didn't see. Yeah. Um, there was also, like, a skate skate area where Tony Hawk was there. We couldn't we couldn't make it because yeah, we were, like, going through a different... Different stages to see like the bands. We couldn't even see Bowling for Soup. Josh wanted to see them, but they were at the same time as Bling, right? Yeah, and died to pick my so, battle. Yeah, even Simple Plan was at the same time of Thirty Seconds to Mars. So I literally saw like the last last part of their last song, and I just saw a glimpse of Jared Leto. It was nice. But it was nice. Who had a crop top? Which I felt but He was wearing a crop top, but then I saw a picture and he was wearing a shirt underneath. So it was oh, okay. truly exposed crop to his abs. Shirt. Okay. His abs. Yeah. Um it, I, I would say it could have been handled better from the beginning where the entrance and the ticket scanning was happening. Yeah, because it took us like uh, more than an, an hour, hour yeah, to get in. Um in queue in line and there were people almost passing out because of the heat. We're from Dubai. Yeah. We're okay. So, for quick, very first quick observation I had about people in US, they cannot, they won't be able to handle Dubai heat immediately because it was a normal day for us. Like I thought the weather was amazing; it was nice and sunny, bright. Uh, but there were like literally people fainting, not fainting, but like had to sit down on the concrete because they were like I think having a heat stroke. There were people like getting out fans and fanning them, throwing water at them because, like, I think they were, like, really overheating. And for me, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm breaking a sweat a little bit, but not to this point. So I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I think we as Dubaians have acclimatized to the desert weather well, uh, which was not quite regular for a lot of people because a lot of people did fly in from a lot of places. So I think when they came to Vegas and they have the, the desert heat of Nevada... They were like, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, like there was a couple that we met there from New York, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So they're like, can you do anything about the sun? <laughs> they said, right? So that, yeah, if only they would have managed it better. I think that was the only criticism that I got. Everything else was quite flawless. Like there were a lot of food stations around. Um, they had like a free hydration, hydration station where you could just bring your bottle and like hydrate yourself. Um, people were quite polite. Like in other parts, yeah. I would say like people try to like get into each other's spaces and not leave any personal space for anyone. Um, but here, because the concert grounds were, it was massive. I think the the final count of people it was you know how many? No. Seven around seventy five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That much? Yeah. Really? And I was over the course of one day, and there was a, it's a two day festival. Yeah, I have to double check, but I'll put a disc- I'll put like what is that air quote? Not air quotes. The asterisks, and if there's I think that's anything wrong. No, I think it was that many. Have you seen the drone footage of the festival? I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. I can check. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people though, but it didn't feel like it when when we were, especially on the bigger stage, like the green and pink stage where the headliners are. The headliners are the bigger names. The other stages, like the ghost stage and uh, what is it, stripe stage? Yes. Was uh, a little bit. A little bit. Like, yeah. A simple plan when they were. Yeah, that was unfair stage. to them. Um, but yeah, like people were quite respectful of your personal space exactly and like I, I one thing i noticed like if there was a tall guy in the front he would turn around like i'm really sorry guys i'm i'm trying to crouch a little bit i hope you can still see so like there was yeah. still nice there was no one with like massive signs like which were blocking people in the back yeah as well so yeah that's right yeah um and americans are they're polite and nice and they greet you and they say good morning so far. I mean, we're in California. Maybe it'll differ if we go to New York or somewhere. But so far in California, like... Like if you pass by someone and you're like, good morning or yeah. a great day. Yeah. Like earlier, Josh and I were struggling at the gasoline station because oh, we did we couldn't figure out how to like pump our own gas. Again, we're from Dubai. We don't do that in Dubai. We're so spoiled. Uh, so we're actually like looking at it like we're trying to solve a math equation in the middle of a gas pump. It took us like three times to go back to the cashier. Like, can you tell it on? <laughs> that we've already like we've paid for it. Can you please switch it on so that we can pump gas? Yeah. And they're like, it's on. It's waiting for you. And so the the third time Josh went in because the first two times it was me. Then Josh went in, and then there was this other guy who was coming out at Such the same nice time. Guy. And he's like, no, don't worry. You know, that happens most of the time. It's, yeah. it's, it's their fault. And then Josh started saying, oh, you know, it's my first time pumping gas in two hours. And he's like, I can't let you do it alone. Come and he's like, do you need the help? I'm like, yeah, please, if you could, if you have like a, a minute. He's like, yeah, man, of course. Then he then he, he, then he just came in and he just lifted it up. And, and then he like, showed us literally like, so you push it in, you tilt it a little bit. You can keep it on lock so you don't have to stand there the whole time such a nice guy then he asked us where we're from and he's like oh, i would love to go to dubai and yes he was a very nice guy altogether like he, he like waved at us even when the moment he got in the car yeah so it was quite nice so like i haven't had a, a negative negative experience with americans as of yet i don't want to so far i don't want to jinx it but so far it's nice like i'm sure like we've encountered some rude people along the way not here yet but elsewhere and it's not like it's not there yet so yeah it's a nice trip so far we're super super thankful super blessed um 
right now we're headed towards uh Solvang, which is like the like a European is it's like little Europe so yeah, Dutch yeah. um place that is situated in California closer to the beach area. Um we're gonna be reaching there in about three hours and twenty yeah, minutes according to the map. So it's a long way to go, but um, we'll record again a little bit later. Yeah, we have so many things to tell, talk to you about, guys. But uh, I think we should wrap it up because Janine, we're recording on a phone, and yeah, we don't want to waste all our storage because we have so many sites to still see. And we just got back from the Grand Canyon, though. We went to the comedy store, saw my favorite comedians, Bobby Lee, Andrew Santino. So there's lots of things to talk about, but we'll save it for another time. And yeah, I think this is our first podcast which we're taking on the road. Yeah. So there's gonna a lot of it's, we're gonna treat this like as a podcast slash vlog, uh, with a lot of like B rolls in it, um, a lot of like footage from what we saw. Um, yeah, so this is an exciting episode, guys. I'm handing this episode to Janine to edit as well, so she has a lot of work to do, coming from a next vlogger. Um, but yeah, guys, we'll see you in the next part. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua. And Janine. And I know we haven't been recording in quite a while. We've been uh, doing a lot of traveling lately as you can see. We didn't post a lot because uh, main thing, I think the first thing that we need to address is the whole Israel-Palestine. Uh, I think this is the first war or something that is really being published online and it's all like on social media and everything so... Uh, there were some scholars actually who said that World War Three would be, World War Three would be fought on the internet. Mm. So it seems like this might be the case. So this is what's currently happening. But uh, all in all, free Palestine. Definitely free Palestine. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on this, and and Josh knows about this, and those who follow me on my personal account know about how I feel about this whole thing. I mean, even before this whole thing. I know you've been uh, really... Every every time you hear about this discussion or this topic, you get really shaken up. And I, and I can see why. And I can see that. And it's not just you. It's like a lot of other people, especially the people who live in this region. But It's tough um, because you just want to say to everyone, I told you so, mm-hmm. that Palestinians are really being oppressed because everyone's like... You know, not too sure about that. And now it's really visible. And now people are hearing about it, seeing about it, learning about it even more, which is great in one hand because the the voice of help, the voice of reasoning, the voice of support for Palestinians have been much more loud. More vocalized. More vocalized, more put out there people are being more educated people are forcing themselves to be educated however on the other hand that's the more that it gets publicized it means the worse it it's getting and the last count is there are almost 12,000 Palestinians being killed it's almost been two months since the first attack happened October 7th And we're currently experiencing a four-day pause, I would say. Yeah. 
no one is going to call it ceasefire because ceasefire means enough is enough, we stop, but that's not the case. And they're just putting a pause for four days. I don't know which day are we on right now, first, second, probably second day. No, today's the first. Friday, it started on Friday, so today's Friday. And I just, for those who have no opinion about it, if I can just, just say, I just want to say, read up, form your opinion about it, learn more about it. If there's any time that you want to exercise your influence, now's the time, you know, speak up, speak up for people who are being oppressed, speak up for the truth. It would be nice to hear more about your voice at this point. Mm -hmm. Not only when times are dandy and fun. So that's one, because it's been very, very difficult to... I mean, what do you do during these times? Hope for the best. You know, it, it's... it's. I, and I, I, I've seen a lot of posts about this that people are saying... It feels like we're in this dystopian world era that we're living in where you're on TikTok and one video or post you see is literally a person dying or a child decapitated and then you swipe onto the next and there's a person dancing. I was just going to say that. And it's it's such a weird time. I have to agree. Like there's... Like we're in the we're in the UAE and there's something happening which is like what two or three hours away, and Very um, close to us, yes. It's so weird and we have to act like nothing is happening on a day to day basis. We still go to work. We still do our day to day activities. It's it's quite weird, you know. Like these things are just supposed to happen, I guess. While and then everyone just says, "Oh, life goes on" and everything. But when there's the lives of people at stake, especially when it's young children who have nothing to do mm. with the whole situation, while the Top people are making decisions, calling all the shots. And at the end of the day, who suffers? It's the regular people. But like the highly influential people are just sitting there behind their desks, behind their screens. And then there are people who have no access to to basic needs like water, food. That's also being stopped from um, getting to the right people as well. But a lot of people have been stepping up on, on their social media, on their mm. Instagram, on their TikToks. Showing not only one side of what's happening, but the other side. And it's really opening up a lot of eyes as well. And like Janine said, it's the influencers, sort of people who really need to be talking about this. Mm. Yeah, despite them, I, I mean, they're, they're the last people who I would like get information out of. But with a, a following that they have amassed like so many people, then I think it's... It's the right way to go. But it's a sad thing. Janine and I are just everyday people. These are just our opinions. And this is what we think. And yeah. Yeah. This is what I believe in. And we'll probably have some followers who will think otherwise. You know, each person is entitled to their own opinion. Living in the Middle East, you get exposed to a lot more. Like we're closer to reality than other people, I would say. Um, and I really felt that when we were in the States. I yeah. felt like... And I might offend some people, but... Say it. 
a lot of Americans are just clueless about what's happening outside of their you own country. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here. Have a nice day special. Janine Janine is voicing out her opinions. It's not a first. Yeah. A lot of people think that way. And I have nothing against Americans. We were just saying in the video, we were listening to what we were talking about during our drive. There were a lot of Americans who were very kind to us. See it, see it. My, my, to us. I, I, I agree with that. Americans are genuinely nice people. Like mm-hmm. I, we didn't face any sort of problems when when we were there. When we asked for help, we got it. When we asked for some favors, we got it as well. But I still have this mindset that you know everything in the Middle East is is this anti-Muslim sort of Islamophobic mm. sort of mindset that they have, and that everyone who lives in this side of the world are you know, like evil people or want to kill each other, backward thinking. But in the end of the day, it's like, yeah, they might have a good heart and everything, but their mindset and what they were raised, especially, but I can't blame them as well. Like, especially whatever happened because of 9-11 and all those things. So like, that was a major day for the whole American, uh, the whole country of America. Hmm. So that dictated their whole mindset. Like something like that happened here. And for sure, a lot of people would be hating that said country, that whatever, it, wherever it happened. So mm, I Whoever agree, and I fact. also disagree because there's the internet. You know, y- you want to learn more about what's happening out there. Educate yourself. Sometimes it's just about what you want to know. Do you want to widen your horizon? Do you want to learn more about other culture? Yes, no. They're probably brought up that there's nothing outside of America because America is the greatest country of all. And you live here, you grow up here, you die here. We don't care about anything Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. So most of them would probably have that mentality. But then you get people who are actually getting out of the country, traveling, learning more, educating themselves. There are a lot of activists in the states right now who are actively participating in trying to widen the voice of Palestinians mm-hmm. but they probably haven't stepped foot in Palestine or maybe even in an Arab country but it was their choice to get educated and learn more about what's happening it Look is everyone's at both choice. sides of the story mm-hmm. and form an opinion. Mm-hmm. So and fact check. That's the most important thing because there's a lot of of false news that is currently being circulated as well. So just keep a, a mindful mindful eye whenever you watch anything online or hear anything online or see anything online. But just um, yeah, makes just so you know that there's a lot of information being thrown out. Sometimes it's false. So. Just be careful of what you, what you consume, consume, and what you throw out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, we have a lot to say. I'm pretty sure we can do like five whole episodes about that whole discussion and whatever we seen and whatever we heard. Um, I personally know Palestinians who have family in Palestine who are like suffering suffering mm-hmm. and even death as well so for them to be going through this and not able to do anything physically must be super tough on them mm-hmm. and seeing 
the land of their grandparents, their parents, land that they've prob- they probably have been on, may- maybe not as well, be shattered into pieces. I I don't know what, what to I feel not, if, yeah. if, if, if one day that happened to Philippines or Lebanon, I mean. What we can do, really, and to add to what you said earlier, that we're expected to just go by our day. Every time I wake up, I try not to think of it that way. I try to say, I get to work today so that at least I can give something back. Because we're the ones who are able to and they're not. So I really believe it's our duty for those who can to actually step up and help be the voice. Donate if you can. Give something if you can in any way, shape, or form. Again, if you don't have money, there are plenty of ways here in the UAE there. There are a lot of organizations who are uh, donating food, um, whatever they can, packing them all together and then sending them off. Now the question is, when will they get in is another thing. But for you to at least give something in any way that you can, that's what I try to be grateful for and look forward to Mm -hmm. because if I continue just thinking about how crazy is the definition of of the world that we're living in right now where we get to sit here and talk about our opinions and speak about things that are currently happening elsewhere in the comfort of our homes while other people are literally dying is just mind-blowing to me but i'm grateful for and even more grateful for the life that i have for the life that we have Mm -hmm. and the house that we live in and the things that we eat and gives you a different perspective on things true yeah for this little boy that we have here oh he was asleep he was asleep and I think I woke him up. Mm. That was Maxi for those who are not looking at the video or yeah. viewing us through YouTube. Anyway, I just had to get that off of my chest. That's well said though. It's very well heavy. Said. It's very heavy. So what are you thankful for? It's Thanksgiving yesterday. We also celebrated our one year civil wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So many things to celebrate. Like, I feel like every month there's something that we're celebrating. Either that's our engagement anniversary or one-year anniversary of being together as a boyfriend-girlfriend. And now there's a civil wedding anniversary. Soon enough, it's going to be the real wedding anniversary. Max's birthday. Max's adoption day. Since we don't know his real birthday. I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of things, though. But, yeah, it's just hard to celebrate in the midst of everything like we also just got back from a vacation and again it was also very hard from to our honeymoon yeah yeah it was very hard to to really enjoy to its full extent knowing what was going on in the world but yeah we were very very close to saying you know what should we just get, should we not go through no this? but i already put a down deposit on yeah. anything 
it was just a very expensive yeah. trip and we're like you know what let's go let's be grateful for everything that we're doing and let's have this experience yeah will i ever see myself living there again the I mean, living there no never i don't see myself i don't see us being anywhere in the west i'm telling you Asia is the place to be right now. Yeah, Josh is like, nah, to the yeah. West. It was a good experience. I would do say it is a place which is home to a lot of things. It's definitely the entertainment capital of the world, the whole United States as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely a land of opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that firsthand in New York. Um, and it has... My experience of U.S. is also... It has everything that you need in a single country. So if you want nature, yeah, it's also there. If you want city life, it's there. If you want like a gambling party place, it's also there. If you want the hustle and bustle of a city, it's there. If you want hiking, you want nature trails, you want waterfalls, you want snow, you want lakes, you want extreme heat, you want extreme cold, all there in one single place. So yes, it is like a one-stop shop sort of destination it's a great chance for you to to see that side of the world as well um so yeah i have nothing against it but i just don't see myself living there for two reasons as well one is um the tipping culture it's a total joke um and second thing no bidets so yeah so how two, many bidets did we bring we bought trip? two i bought two off of amazon you can use promo code hand to just get it <laughs> off there with 20% off I wish please don't use um, hand because there is no promo code hand <laughs> and uh, the tipping culture is just out of this world for me it still baffles me every time I think of it I think it baffles us because we did not grow up in a country that actually has that system no I see I think um, tipping we is... tip when the service is amazing yeah is really outstanding then look I tip most of the time. We tip most of the time. No, I don't tip when there's a service charge. Okay. Fine. That's you. Most of the time, personally, I tip. Okay? Whether that's a service that I do at a salon, a restaurant that I go to. There's some places where I would definitely tip. Like my barber, um, the guy who fixes my car at a like a small-time garage. Those sort of things. Restaurants, I don't know because... I don't know if the tips go to the waiters or if it just goes to the staff, but um, restaurants, I still don't know. I, I don't know how it works. So hmm. if I see a service charge, I'm fine. If it's a guy who's like, I'm honking at a cafeteria and he comes out and helps me, then I also help him out and I give him something in return. But if I'm sitting in the Atlantis or something like that, then which is like once in like five years or mm-hmm. something, mm. or we will dine somewhere that exquisite, but... Once in five years, that's a lie. Mm. You bring me to nice places. Sometimes. I've never taken you to Atlantis. Okay, but Atlantis is not just the nice place in Dubai. I'm just saying that level of uh, restaurant, uh, restaurant here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but getting a coffee, a two, uh, first of all, paying $4, $5 for an Americano, then they flip that screen and then you see the minimum tip on that screen. I mean, you can, of course, customize it and modify it, but the minimum but showing isn't is... It- 
18. Embarrassing. What? When they flip that screen and you're like trying to scramble to say either no tip or you want to customize the tip to less than 18%. You just want to do 5, 10% or whatever it is. And then at the end of it all, you have to put in a signature as well. Because, well, if you're tipping, they would need to get your signature to say this person actually authorized, authorized this payment. Yeah. The payment. But I, I don't know, man. They it. should be ashamed of themselves even asking sometimes. Okay, that's a little bit too extreme. I don't think they should be ashamed of themselves. I just think that getting a coffee and then asking for an 18, a minimum of 18% tip. It's just a little bit ridiculous. You're telling me? <laughs> Can you imagine? No, no, that's that's shameful. Yeah. Pressing a button. Yeah. Adding hot water to whatever button they pressed. Mm. Serving it to me. Oh, you know, that's hard work, guys. You yeah. took you took a minute of my time and I we deserve to be compensated a little we bit. We say extra. that because we're coming from here, right? But they they have a different world that they live in that's the thing it's just uh I, what's that word that i'm looking for it's the how how highly they think of themselves i guess what entitled? is that word how entitled they are just calm down man seriously get a <laughs> we're going to rant again but get a real job if you expect to get paid that much money you yeah, know but that's the thing they can't get a real job because it's so difficult to get that's a the job thing. so I'm, I'm okay at the end of the day i don't want to blame the the staff why is your hand sweating (laughs) no because i'm i'm genuinely pissed no but at the end of the day it's not it's not their fault i understand that it's the companies who cannot pay a fair wage to their employees and they're living off of tips right so yeah it's the it's the greed i guess again of people when it comes to you know what the rich get richer the poor get poorer and so yeah it's uh it is the the weird system of it i guess but again, the the work. I have so much to talk about the the five day work week, the nine to five working hours. It's just so outdated. It's very outdated. And uh, yeah, I don't know who will listen to this. If it's gonna be like someone in the what's wrong with it? In the let's talk about it. What what's wrong about the nine to five? No, I'll tell you what's 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 wrong with it. Um, this uh the whole concept of working nine to five five day work week is so outdated it was actually de- invented or it was developed in the 1920s i guess when there was the economic boom in america where there was like um factory work mm-hmm. all those kinds of work and now work has improved so much the productivity rate has improved so much that people can finish their their work in less time in lesser with within lesser days as well mm-hmm a lot of countries have been actually developing and working on uh, a project of the four-day work week. And it has also increased productivity up to 80%. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very outdated. Like you tell me realistically, I hope our bosses don't hear this though, but how much work do you think, how long do you think it'll take to finish your day-to-day work? You think you use the whole nine, nine hours, eight hours in a day to finish a day-to-day job? No, I know that I can finish it in a shorter time. Six hours, maybe. Five, six hours. But then the time that you don't use working, you meet people, right? You go on meetings, you network, you socialize, you talk about how do you improve things, you talk about 
No, but that's strategizing all strategizing about the future. That's all included in your work. When you speak to them, you talk about work. You don't tell them, oh, you know, on this weekend, I, I saw Russell Peters in the Coca-Cola arena. And then you speak to them that's about an hour. you, though. You have a different definition of work because my work includes socializing with people as well. But socializing for work-related. You know, it's not like, hey, let's... I, my husband and I were organizing... A... <laughs> what? Is that scene? It's just that you're wearing something underneath, right? I am, but yeah. sorry, guys. I'm just... Wardrobe malfunction. Janet wardrobe Jackson. malfunction. Janet Jackson, uh, wardrobe that wasn't malfunction. wasn't much for our audience. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But, um, yes, yeah, so I... Socializing for work purposes. What do you mean? No, but you're What's so... What's difference? They're, they're socializing like, oh, you know, me and my husband were organizing a dinner night, games night at our house. You should come over. Uh-huh. And you're talking about that during work hours. But you will find someone in the elevator, walk to them to their desk, talk to them for like another 30 minutes and on something work-related. That's still work-related. It's not something that is uh, socializing index to the... It's not socializing in the sense of socializing. I don't get it. You're still talking about work, right? So that's work. It's not It's not being social. It's, not, it's still being... Uh, you're still talking. But that's included in my hours. Speaking to someone. Exactly. But that's still be... work. So so you can still consider that as part of your work. Mm-hmm. It's not considered as... But you can honestly essentially finish everything that you can six hours, right? Yes and no. Because I work in a retail space. And you see me working after work hours as well. Exactly. Because retail never stops. Exactly, but I still think it's very outdated. Yeah, I think. I think if you could. You I think that's applicable to a lot of jobs, but it's also not applicable to a lot of jobs. Because again, retail. From what to what time are our malls open in this country? That is true. That is yeah. like that's different. That's like yeah. customer but facing. Then, like I a, have to stand here. Like a um, a computer scientist, a programming person, can clock in and clock out and whenever he wants he she wants yeah you know that is true um a person who does i don't know personal assisting then yeah that's around the clock yeah sort of jobs but i'm just saying like if you imagine you okay like i'm saying i work a nine to five right nine to six Mm -hmm. let's say some miracle the ue government says you know what um, I mean, it's already there in charge. Yeah. Um, Four-day work week, um, you have to work nine to three, let's mm-hmm. say six hours. Mm-hmm. Then you'll definitely be more efficient at your job, right? You won't like hanky-panky around, you know, it's like scroll on your social media, go chat with the receptionist and mm-hmm. ask about her day. Then you'll be like more in tune with whatever you have to do so you can leave work at exactly three. Right. But now it's like, okay, I have nine to six and then I have like four hours in the day where I don't have to do anything. That's when I'll just like sit around, scroll social media, um, do whatever I can instead of doing any work and essentially leaving for the day. Mm. But I'm just saying it'll be definitely be more productive, more efficient. Yeah. Um, Because even in my last company, people were saying like, oh, you're still here at seven or eight p.m. You think that the management is going to be like, wow, look at this guy. He's our... He's our uh, hardest worker in the company. He's here before everyone else and he's still here mm. um, after everyone else leaves. P- 
people and then you yourself me myself thinking okay i'm definitely going to get the recognition i deserve no it backfires and they say oh this guy's not productive at all there are people who come in at mm-hmm. eight people who leave at five um and he's the only one who's here before and after that so he's definitely not efficient well that's that's two different things you're I know, saying. I know, here, I know, I know, I know. Right? So you have your ninety-six that people stick to that timeline and do. No, but it become if it becomes repetitive. Like Josh has been like this. Mm. He's been at work every day this week for twelve hours. We see nothing has changed. He's just sitting there. I don't know what he's doing. I don't see any changes in his reports or in his productivity. He's just wasting time there, like doing nothing, and it doesn't look good at the end of the day. But I'm just saying, if it was like compressed into a shorter time um fewer days a week then we really have the luxury to to you know recover mm. like sometimes a two-day weekend is not really not enough for a lot of people to yeah to just relax and unwind yeah so yeah i agree on some points that you said but i also don't agree on some of the points so if you were given a ch- the choice of yeah. a four-day work week you wouldn't take it of course i will take then, it that's my point that's right i rest my case i'm not saying that everything that you said is wrong there are a lot of truths to it but i'm saying it's not applicable for a lot of other yeah, workers that, that, that's 100 well. but yeah. i'm talking about desk job sort yeah. of people yeah customer service sort of people um call center work sort of people as well yeah you'd probably have to have more shifts because you need to cover a longer span of time but yeah, I guess. Yeah, but the, there's all there are always ways of being more efficient, and that's why exactly there are so much more, you know, techno technology and tools that we're working to be more efficient because everyone wants to be more. That's efficient. the thing. AI is the new future. Generative AI. Yeah, there's a lot more things that automating all your processes make our stuff easier. Exactly than before. Exactly. That's why the whole concept of this five day work week was started, but factory work where it yeah. was like i need to b- complete this car mm. so i'm gonna put on this pipe i'm gonna put on this transmission yeah this sort of thing okay it's it's exactly six fire that whistle and that horn and then everyone goes home but mm. now there's so like a car can get built within minutes mm. so i'm just saying like productivity technology everything has really changed so drastically that Whatever work that we were doing like a hundred years ago, right now can be done in within a couple of minutes. So I'm just baffled as to why we still have to follow that same pattern or the same routine that was there like a hundred years ago till today. You know, when especially when they say, oh, you know, productivity has risen so much, we have this like a thousand times more output than we had a hundred time a uh, hundred years ago. So I don't know. I just think it's so outdated and needs to be revised. That's why there are countries like Japan. There's a few European countries also doing this. I wouldn't follow Japan without. No, no, no. It's not, it's not Japan. No, I don't think it's Japan. I don't. I, I don't know why. I said if there's Japan, anyone yeah. who has the worst work-life balance, yeah, it's, it's Japan. probably Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are these things now yeah, in Japan. You can shave off a couple of hours in a day, but I, I do understand the concept of like. Having everyone sort of in the same time. No, then, then what you're thinking about is flexi work. Like so it's like, um, let's say, um, having the luxury of working from home mm-hmm. whenever you can, mm-hmm. whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, deciding on your own hours as well. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I understand why there is a concept of having a nine to six where everyone comes in at the same time almost and goes out at the same time. So then you can sync all your calendars up and say, 
hi, can we meet at exactly, this time? Exactly, okay, yeah, that, 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 that is true, that is true. And there are bounds of where you can start work and end work and when it's acceptable to email someone or request for something and put a typical deadline and all that. Yeah. There needs to be a frame where, where you know, we're where people. We, we need a guideline. Yeah. That that's how humans work, right? Yeah. But I do understand your point that pe- that that at this day and age there are a lot more efficiency to how we do things. Mm-hmm. So, yes, do I agree to shaving off an hour or two maybe in a day? Yeah, why not? Nice. Then we agreed on that part. Yeah, we do. Yes, I agree. It's a good practice that everyone has. Yeah, like everyone has a routine, so I know when I'm going to see you at the office when I'm. Mm-hmm. When I'm allowed to message you, when I'm not allowed to message you. Right. So, yes, I agree on that line. Yeah. Um, because since we have it, that similar timetable. Right. Because if it was just all flexi work, then what is your boundary to say, I'm not working? Don't contact me. Well, then you have an out of office. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's that. But then I already sent the email before the out of office mm. auto reply came in. You know what I mean? No, you can still see. If you're not in the same network. Yeah, if you're not in the same company, then you yeah. can't. Yeah, so yeah. there needs to be a framework. Yeah, that is that that I agree yeah. with. That I agree with. But I think that I'm just being working the five days a week. advocate here because yeah. I'm sure people are going to be like, about this, about that, correct, you correct, know. Correct, But yeah, but two yeah. days off when you can rest and recover? No, I don't think Yeah, a three-day work, a three-day three weekend, weekend would be lovely. It would be the best. Like, guys, I'm not... T- it, but then that means productivity, y- mental health, um, family, economy will do better because then you have more time to go shopping and then it gives pours money back into the economy. Uh-huh. I'm just saying those are my thought processes. Okay. So yeah, yeah. But does that mean that they're also gonna shave off some some cash flow no. to those who are not to, working? No. Because you know, salary, some people wages, everything are has being, to the same. Yeah, but some people are only getting money from. The days that you work, right? Okay, outside of nine to five. Yeah, so increase the salaries. Increase do not the change salaries. it. Do not change it. Okay. And uh, see see the difference. See the difference. I'm telling you. Joshua, wait, okay, wait. President. How many people in a week would approach you and like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. How many? Um, there are some. Like 99.99% of people, right? <laughs> What is this? Germs? <laughs> it cleans out 99.9%. I'm just saying, like, imagine, like, when I come to work, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm great. I had the perfect three-day weekend. I was rested, spent time with my family, did mm-hmm. whatever all my, I could do, all mm-hmm. my passion projects, my hobbies. Right. Fully energized to conquer this week. Guys, get ready to really re- reach this week's profit and make all our managers happy. And everyone's like, whoa. I would love this Joshua in my See? office. No. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, good morning. No, but that's true. Whenever coffee. we have like a long weekend, everyone's like, wow, I'm energized. I'm ready to go. No one I've ever heard has said that. <laughs> no one. Even I could be off for a year and I wouldn't come to work and say, yeah, I'm energized no, to, to conquer to, whatever. To be honest, after that two and a half week honeymoon break we had, I was quite excited to get back. Yes, to I think we're two different kinds of people. You're ready to hit the ground running and get whatever work mm-hmm. out of the way. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just looking, counting the days till salary and okay. and 
Yeah, I just hope our bosses don't hear crazy. this. He's not listening to this. Well, if my boss is listening to this, I'm going to get a raise. <laughs> now we're just two different people. Yeah, you know, two I'm, different uh, people. I'm I'm someone who enjoys my job. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I enjoy my job. You do enjoy. You, I do. You I like really. I well. really. Yeah. I really enjoy my job. But if you were given a choice in life to not work forever and oh, still yeah. get the same salary, oh, you yeah. would do it. Oh yeah. But I'm the type of person who's like, I'm gonna be bored. No, I would. I would. I, I can't not have something to do. You know, it yeah. can be outside of a job. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, there could because I think it's Doing part of time. of my mind how yeah. it works that I want to try so many things, mm. and right now I feel constrained by, mm. like I said, my nine to six. Right. And again, on the weekend, I don't have much time because we have things that we have to do as well yeah. during the weekend. Yeah. So I think with more free time, I'll be like, you know what? I can finally pursue my F1 mm-hmm. passion and get in a race car, drive for Red Bull. Or I could be like, you know you what? You could be the next Max Verstappen. I think I am already the next Max Verstappen. Mm. I just y- need You it. know how young they start, right? And how old you are right now? Well, I got my driving license at exactly 18. They start way younger than 18. Driving their carts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't think your when body did Warren, can hold the G. When did? I don't think. You don't think my body can handle the G? No. The G Maybe force. it was built for the G. My uh, body. I don't think so. My body was you specifically designed. You know when you get inside the cart, you'd be like, you'd be a stuck. Trying to get in. If anything, I'd slip right in. Uh-huh. Slip. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just think like just put me behind the car mm-hmm. and behind yeah <laughs> no, changing the tires put me in the not car not even just behind the car <laughs> just as far away as possible from a car speaking of which it's F1 weekend in Abu Dhabi this week and apparently it's gonna rain crazy tonight so let's see how everyone does in qualifying tomorrow yeah but when qualifying happens, it's way past the rain. It's done. It's going to be like, yeah. 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 A dry. Yeah. A lot of people are flying in. Our boutiques are getting ready in, in Abu Dhabi because we know that some good sales are coming in because a lot of people are going to, you know, we're yeah. preparing with our nice watches. Cause it's a very big weekend. Like I was saying, I think it's COP 28. Yeah, COP 28. It's F1. Mm-hmm. It's... um. There's something else happening. Mm. There was one more thing. I'm quite sad that... Uh, Sheikh Zayed Road is going to be closed one of these days for the Dubai run. Oh, yeah. Dubai run is happening. Uh, A lot of things are happening. This weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the next weekend is going to be Dubai National. Dubai. UAE National. UAE National Day. But here, it's it's not the year of tolerance anymore, right? They're done with that. (laughs) That was last year. year no, it was the fifth year. Is it? Yeah. Sustainability, I think, is this year. I think so, because of COP28. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Are we really from, Are we living in the UAE for all our lives? Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. Been here 30 plus years, man. Mm. I love this country. It's a great country. Yeah. Hmm. Except for uh, one company that I've been facing a problem with here, which I definitely want to talk about. 
And I'm gonna stick. You really want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll I'll make okay. it very quick though, because it's it's really it really made my blood boil. Okay. So just to give a a quick summary to everyone, this is something that I've been really angry with. I'm definitely going to make a reel about this and post it on my social media and okay, tag them calm down. and post it on stories and ask everyone I know to post this on their story. No one's gonna do it. No, first of all, guys, the one thing that I hate most in life, most in life, is being scammed. And this is exactly what happened to me hmm. by a pathetic company here called Indoor Plants DXP. Um, that's their Instagram handle, and I think they they go Shout by <laughs> um, what is the what is the company name? Well Potted Plants LLC. So I'll tell you the story, guys. I'll make it very quick though. But it's just like right now, I just want to go into the gym and punch someone. Um. Is really I bought agitated. I bought plants on September five. Um, within ten minutes of buying it, I canceled it. I told them I don't want it. It was a mistake. Please cancel it. They replied on WhatsApp saying it's canceled. Story closed. I asked them how many days refund will it take because I already took it from my credit card. They said fourteen to twenty one days. Like okay, cool. We're in the states and I messaged them. Hey, it's already twenty one days. What's the status? Oh, um, uh. They said, oh, um, we raised the complaint and a report to the credit card company. Uh, it will be sent to you in 30 days. I'm like, another 30 days? What's wrong with you guys? Please send it to me ASAP. You already confirmed it's canceled. I didn't get it. That's it. 30 days come by. Um, I message them again. Um, no one's replying at this point. Um, they're telling me, oh, yes, we have it in stock. I'm like, what is in stock? I don't care about anything in stock. They just give me my refund. I just want my money back. And then... Um, they don't reply, then I call. Uh, I call quite a few times. I think on my fifth call, a Pinai picks up. Shout out to this Ate who is so unhelpful, by the way. You're going to be seeing this and you're going to be so upset at yourself. Um, she says, oh, in our system. I gave her the order number. She's like, oh, in our system, it already shows delivered. And uh, I'm like, delivered? I never got this item. Where is it? And then she's like, okay, okay, let me just check with my manager and I'll call you back. Um... And then after that, I tried calling back. The number's constantly busy. I tried from my other phone. It's constantly busy. And I realized, oh, my, they blocked me. And then Janine comes home from work that day, which is like uh, maybe a week or so ago. Yeah. And the plants was delivered to the house. Plants after were delivered. two months. Yeah. Two months. This is September 5. I placed the order. I think I received the plants on October 13. And now I am fuming. I'm like, why did you deliver it to me? Why did you deliver it to me? I don't want it. You said it's canceled in the system. You said that the refund's already in process. You said that you already raised the report to the credit card company. And they delivered the plans. This time, I'm pissed. Janine sees this as well. Like, it's very hard to piss me off, guys. But seriously, when people get scammed, I, and if especially if it's me, who's in the, in the, not in the, in the passenger seat of the scam. Oh, man. And, You're just speaking for like what five minutes straight. Just ranting, okay. And then after this, I'll tell you what happens. And I message them, "Why did you deliver it? Please return. Uh, please give me my refund." And then the audacity, they send me a message. I'm gonna put the screenshots here also when I edit it. They send, they spam me the same message. We already delivered the plant. You're laughing right now. If you want a refund, return the plant back to us. And they send the same message, copy pasted. I'm not kidding, a hundred times. A hundred times, guys, and this time I was going to punch my phone. 
until it becomes like a, I don't know, until it becomes like a stone or something, because I was just going to punch it into the ground. And then um asked him, okay, you know what? I'll return the plant. Give me your location. They didn't give me a location, and they stopped replying to me. And now the whole world is going to be seeing this reel. And this company is going to feel so bad that they messed with me. That they're going to give me my refund. And I'm going to burn those plants down. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, so this is how it affects me. Like, I, I thought of every small thing. I already did all my research. I know where they are. I know who the supplier is. I've already approached the authorities. And I'm going to go to this supplier's place pour vinegar on all their plants because apparently vinegar kills plants very fast and they'll be without <laughs> they'll be without any plants and this company will go downhill no I'm just kidding I'm gonna cut that part out but I'm just so pissed guys and if you see this real comment on well potted plants DXB that they're <laughs> a fraud and they're messing with the wrong person guys and i'm the most the most baffling thing is that who i'm so upset about with is that filipino girl Hmm. because filipinos are the nicest people in the world and we're gonna um maybe end with that story about how filipinos are very nice in general and this one is the worst filipino i've ever dealt with she lied to me in front of my face i'm gonna get her name trust me i'm gonna get her name because i already know where they are based Uh uh-huh and um, yeah, so guys, help a brother out. Help me out. If yeah. you're still here and listening to us, thank you. You didn't have to listen to that whole rant from Josh. He just can't let go of the situation. I cannot let go. This and is... I know, Josh. I know if there's something that is bothering him, he will not even sleep no. because of it. No. <laughs> I've been awake. This really got under his skin. And she's like, let it go. For me, guys, it's not not about the money. The money was is besides the point. It's only three hundred and sixty. Okay, tell dirhams. everyone how yeah, much. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Three hundred sixty-one dirhams. I will spend fifty thousand, no, hundred thousand, to make sure that this company does not live another day, just because of the way they treated me, the way that they've dealt with this whole situation, promising me that the refunds are already in process. That's not there. No. They are sixty-one dirhams. I don't care about. Like I know it's a it's it's a big amount of money, but at this point, guys, it's not about the money. It's just about my sweet revenge that I want. My about. It's just about that revenge. sweet revenge that I'm gonna get. You're gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Okay. And I'm gonna give you guys an update. Sure. And we're all going to use that three hundred sixty-one dirhams, and I'm gonna buy the whole UAE drinks, so we celebrate. Three hundred. I don't even drink anymore. Three hundred sixty-one. You're gonna buy everyone drinks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy the world. You're gonna buy the world with 361 dirhams. Just to just to throw it in their faces. Mm. Okay, sure. Um, on that note. No, wait. I want to talk about the Filipino guy in the airport because I I'm saying like Filipino people are the nicest people. Uh, And this is a shout out to Jenny. Jenny. Oh, of course you remember. Of course I remember that name. (laughs) (laughs) So Jenny is the sweetest. So so this confirms this confirms ever. our theory. I don't know which episode we talked about this, but we say that if you're in a foreign country mm-hmm. and you meet a fellow Filipino and they work there, a fellow Filipino, yes, yes, 
they're gonna give you world-class treatment and this is exactly what we experienced in uh jfk, JFK. airport yeah we were buying chocolates janine first of all gets ripped off buys such an expensive chocolate it's not it's not being ripped off i would say ripped off first of all we okay. spent like 10 minutes just waiting for someone to come because it was like a self-service okay, kind of thing that. just let's talk yeah. about jenny yeah. please okay. but then we go to another we go to the like another store and we're buying chocolates and we and see this sign first of all it's it's 50 off and we're like oh okay let's check it out we go in and then there was this gay man going through uh ruffling some stuff and we're like oh what's the discount and then he sort of explained to us where this 50 percent. and he's off. busy rummaging yeah, through stuff he, like he's he, always like you know what like because he's the only one at the store yeah so of course and there was like two other guys two other customers so i understand it might be overwhelming for him to do yeah. all the activities that he's supposed to do whenever there's someone when there's multiple customers inside the shop and then he looks at us and... You say. And then I notice his accent and I'm like, oh, Filipino po kayo. And then he shoots a look at me. Guys lights up like the rainbow. And he's like, huh? Filipino ka? And I was like, opo. He's like, oh, you guys don't look like Filipinos. And then we had to say that we're both half Filipinos and he was ecstatic. Like... So so happy that like he, met he won the lottery. Fellow Filipinos, and he was like, "I'm gonna give you guys extra discounts, and I'm gonna give you free pouches." And he gave us like the best service ever, and it like was, and free stuff. It, the funniest part was he's at the register putting everything down. Then he's like, "See the amount?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Then he does this code or something. Yeah. It's a discount, and becomes literally more than half, less than half. Yeah. Yeah more he gave us a 70 percent discount on, on then, some of the things yeah then he was like and it, we literally paid like i, I can't remember like i think whatever we paid in the previous store the same amount and we got like okay not same amount 10 but times yeah. more we got a lot of things and he was like you know what i've been saving these pouches for someone and you guys are here i'm going to give them to you and it's that's him and he was so nice to us and he still made like small talk he, we we exchanged some details like how long he's been in the states yeah and he said that he misses home which is and i'm where- sure from and josh gave us some sticker gave him some stickers of have a nice day and he's like oh let's take a picture all together yeah we took a picture picture. and he said add me up on facebook so i did and now we message each other yeah facebook friends and if ever you're listening to this jenny we we really appreciate you (laughs) and we really appreciate how hospitable you are to us yeah which okay. confirms our theory, Janine and I. Theory. May that serve as a reminder to all Filipinos, wherever you are, to treat each and every one of us as... Not just one of us. Treat everyone nicely. That's what I mean. Like every one of your... Yeah. I thought we said Kabayan each one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Except nicely. that girl at Indoor Plan. Yeah, exactly. That's, this is a reminder for her as yeah. well to be nice because yeah. Filipinos are known to be nice except for the 1%. Plant ladies. Ladies, yeah, yeah. So, so that's our episode, guys. Um, really appreciate all the all the support. Sorry that we haven't been posting. Actually, a lot of people have been messaging us asking what the next episode is. And thank you, you for asking. Don't... Thank you for caring about us. We yeah. just needed a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to be back, though. I really miss this. And on that note, have, have a nice day. day. 
We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye.